Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Kramer. D.C. and Prince George's County police are investigating how a toddler was grazed by gunfire. Arguments were set for a challenge of a move to count mail-in ballots in Maryland early. I'm Mike Marillo. It's 11 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Tom Foti in Washington. There are now at least 86 confirmed fatalities in Florida from the Category 4 Hurricane Ian that has devastated parts of it. The worst damage, of course, on the southwest coast around Fort Myers. Governor Ron DeSantis. We got massive fuel in southwest Florida. The ports are open. Not all the facilities, they don't all have power generators, so the gas pumps aren't going to work. But there is plenty of serious damage deep inland, too, from central Florida. Catherine Silver of WKMG-TV Orlando. Along Lake Harney Road, the lakefront now begins before the pavement ends. Water meets the street in Hurricane Inn's wake. Even with the sun shining on Sunday, the St. John's River keeps rising. This is historic, that's for sure. John Carter and Bob Boulon Jay need a boat to get to their homes on nearby Whitcomb Drive. We're at the deep end, so I think these first three houses, four houses, are all flooded, and the rest are just getting flooded. Meantime, Puerto Rico is still trying to recover from an earlier storm. That's Hurricane Fiona with the feds trying to help. We have a strong team that's been there working. They're going to continue to work, and I'm going to be traveling with the president tomorrow um, to talk to people firsthand with him and see what, make sure, right? We just want to make sure that we are giving them everything that they need. Federal Emergency Management Agency Administrator Deanna Criswell on Face the Nation. The president also plans to go to Florida on Wednesday. In the nation's heartland, a horrifying car crash in Nebraska has taken the lives of six young people. It happened early Sunday morning in Lincoln. A Honda Accord smashed into a tree. Five men died at the scene. A woman later died at the hospital. They were all in their early to mid-20s. First responders were notified by one of the victim's iPhones. A recorded message was sent to 911 indicating the owner of the phone was in a severe crash and was not responding. Christopher Cruz, CBS News. In Southern California, a hack attack on the the L.A. school district goes sour. The hackers have released confidential information possibly related to students. It happened after Superintendent Albert Carvalho said he would not negotiate with or pay ransom to the criminal syndicate that calls itself the Vice Society. A statement reads in part, Paying ransom never guarantees the full recovery of data, and the Los Angeles Unified believes public dollars are better spent on our students. Federal and local authorities are evaluating the extent of the data theft. Lindy Kenyon, CBS News. In East Asia, Indonesia's national anthem at a vigil for at least 125 people killed after a stampede at a soccer stadium. On the Major League Home Run Record Watch, career number 702 for Albert Pujols of the Cardinals against Pittsburgh. A frustrating day for Aaron Judge, still at 61 for the season. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. 11.03 on Sunday, October 2nd, 2022. 50 degrees. It'll be windy, rainy, and cold the next couple days.
Good evening, I'm Sarah Jacobs with the top local stories we're following this hour. Police in Fairfax County are on the search for a suspect who shot and killed a man in an apartment complex parking lot. At around 7 a.m. here at the Oak Mill Gardens off Jeff Todd Way, the victim and friends were sitting in a car in the parking lot. When an individual walked up to the car, a confrontation occurred. And at some point, the individual outside of the car fired multiple rounds inside that vehicle. That was Fairfax County Police Lieutenant Dan Spital. The victim was taken to the hospital by friends where he died. No other injuries have been reported. Police believe the shooter fled in a silver Nissan Maxima with Maryland plates. So what we're asking is if anybody was in this area this morning, if you heard anything or saw anything, please let us know. In Fairfax County, Luke Luger, WTOP News. A gun went off in the food court Saturday afternoon at Arundel Mills Mall. It sent shoppers running for safety. No one was hurt. Anne Arundel County Police say a video shows the man who fired the gun may have done it by accident, but even so, the incident has sparked a strong reaction from the county executive. The Anne Arundel County executive called out the Supreme Court for making it easier for people to carry guns in public. And then Stuart Pittman criticized Maryland for following suit and removing the good and substantial reason to qualify for one of those permits. Since the decision, Maryland has seen applications soar. Pittman says he's angry and believes politicians glorify guns to get votes. The Democrat says he made it a priority the past four years to put common sense local policies in place to stop gun violence in Anne Arundel County. When he suspended the good and substantial reason standard last July, Governor Hogan said it would be unconstitutional to continue enforcing the provision in state law given the Supreme Court ruling. Ann Kramer, WTOP News. A toddler was found with a gunshot wound in southeast D.C., but police have determined the boy was actually shot in Prince George's County. D.C. police responded to a car crash around 1230 this morning at 25th and Q Streets. They found a two-year-old boy with graze wounds in one of the cars. Prince George's County police say they are working with D.C. police to determine where and when that shooting happened. The boy is in the hospital, but is expected to be okay. Today marks the 20th anniversary of the start of the Beltway sniper attacks. Ten people were killed. Three were injured. Montgomery County State's Attorney John McCarthy, a deputy state's attorney at the time, came upon the first deadly shooting, that of 55-year-old James Martin, outside the Sharper's Food Warehouse in Wheaton. I was on my way to dinner, and I went in to find out what was going on, and was brief, uh, appeared to be a sniper shooting. No one saw anybody near Mr. Martin. McCarthy remembers the frightful three weeks. It was as profoundly affecting an event as I have ever experienced in my 40 years here in the state's attorney's office. Police captured the Beltway snipers John Allen Muhammad and Lee Boyd Melvo October 24th. Muhammad was executed in Virginia in 2009. Melvo was serving four life terms. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Florida is struggling to deal with the devastating impact of Hurricane Ian. WTOP's Melissa Howell is in Orlando. Hurricane Ian is long gone, but the effects are still being felt. Hurricane shutters are still up, and some intersections I've driven through still don't have power. Now, some areas like Port Orange out by Daytona Beach still have serious flooding. I've spoken to folks out there who are trying to remove water from inside their homes along with damaged items. What we're seeing now is a major focus on search and rescue, especially in Lee County. Coastal towns are underwater, and the 
rising death toll is a serious concern. Now, the Division of Emergency Management has set up a website for folks to report a missing loved one. That's floridadisaster.org. So it's still a very serious situation, and it will be for some time as the state continues to try to take on the catastrophic damage. In Orlando, Melissa Howell, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather on WTOP. A bill that would allow non-citizens to vote in D.C. elections is advancing. I'm Nick Ainelli. 11.07. Hey, ladies, ready to order appetizers? Hmm, I don't think I should. I'm trying to cut back on spending lately. Didn't you download that Upside app I told you about? The one that gets you cash back. Huh? No, I didn't. Is it really worth it? Yes, because of cash back from Upside, I haven't had to cut back. Even with prices getting extremely high lately. Wow. And what do you get cash back on again? You get money back on gas, groceries, and it works at restaurants. Look, I'd get 37% cash back on this meal, including on drinks and apps. All right, I'm sold. You order the apps, I'm buying and getting the cash back on Upside. Oh no, I've created a monster. Download the free Upside app and use promo code APPS for an extra $10 on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's promo code APPS for an extra $10 on the free Upside app. Remember, use promo code APPS for an extra $10 on your first purchase. Don't cut back. Get cash back with the free app from Upside. 1108. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Let's go to Rich Hunter in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, traveling on the Beltway in Maryland, Sarah, out of loop just north of Pennsylvania Avenue. Tree down along the right side. They were hoping they could get it out of the roadway, but apparently it's large enough that they cannot push it with just one vehicle off the road, so they're waiting for some assistance there as a result. On the outer loop of the Beltway in Springfield, on the ramp to go south on I-95, the crash there had been along the right side. You were squeezing by single file to left. Now, if you're traveling over in Tyson's 123 uh, southbound, the ramp to go to the inner loop of the Beltway had been blocked by the crash. Uh, earlier crash in Ruston on Barron Cameron Avenue near Ruston Parkway. That has since wrapped up and cleared. The travel lanes reopen. Still dealing with two crashes over in Annandale. Braddock Road closed each way near Montgomery Street. And Annandale Road closed in each direction between Maple Place and Little River Turnpike. That for an ongoing crash investigation, serious crash involving a pedestrian. Uh, earlier incident in uh, Loudoun County on southbound 28, just south of Route 7. That's long gone, so nothing left to look at there. For now, no big issues in the district. I-295 and DC-295 are moving well. South Capitol Street and Suitland Parkway also without issue. Big bridges in Maryland, both the nice Middleton Bridge in southern Maryland and the Bay Bridge are both under wind uh, warnings, but no vehicle restrictions at this time. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Thank you, Rich. And now to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Mike Stiniford. It's going to be a wet and windy night across the region. There's a wind advisory until 2 o'clock tomorrow afternoon for Anne Arundel, Calvert, and St. Mary's counties. For tonight, rain likely will taper off to some light showers or drizzle after midnight. It's going to become quite windy, too. We could see wind gusts of 30 to 50 miles an hour with lows in the low to mid-50s. Windy with some off and on showers on Monday. Highs mid to upper 50s. Still breezy. Still some showers on Tuesday. Mid to upper 50s. And then some clearing on Wednesday. Highs low to mid 70s. I'm Storm Team 4's Mike Stiniford. 
54 degrees in Oxon Hill. It's 53 in Sterling and 54 at the Wharf in D.C. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 11-11. Arguments set to get underway this week in a challenge of a decision to allow for the early counting of mail-in ballots in Maryland. After the Maryland Board of Elections asked the judge to not make them wait until after the election to count mail-in ballots, a Montgomery County Circuit Court judge said okay. But Republican nominee for governor and the state delegate Dan Cox is challenging that, saying the court shouldn't make that call. The General Assembly and governor should. While the court decided not to allow the appeal to stop the early counting of ballots, Ed Hartman, an attorney for Cox, tells WTOP if they end up winning, the opening of any ballots now would be deemed illegal and urge the Board of Elections to pause any counting. The Board of Elections says it does not comment on legal matters. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Non-citizens would be allowed to vote in D.C. elections under a bill quickly gaining momentum. It just passed through a committee and will now be considered by the full council. The committee is focused on removing barriers to voting and lifting the voices of all district voters, particularly those in historically underrepresented communities. Council member Charles Allen shares the Judiciary and Public Safety Committee, which approved the bill that would allow undocumented immigrants and residents with green cards to vote in the district. Non-citizens will be able to vote in local elections only. Including elections for positions in the city, such as mayor, council member, and attorney general. We cannot change federal law, which continues to prohibit non-citizens from voting in federal elections. A number of jurisdictions in Maryland allow non-citizens to vote, including Hyattsville, Mount Rainier, and Tacoma Park. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. If you have postponed paying your Maryland tolls, you'll want to pay it soon because in order to avoid a $50 fine. One of the banners covering the Maryland Transportation Authority's homepage announces the civil penalties waiver grace period, now in effect for video tolls, will end in less than two months on November 30th of 2022. The agency started waiving fees last February as part of a nine-month COVID customer assistance plan. They are now warning drivers if you have outstanding unpaid tolls, it's time to settle. Each late payment not submitted by December 1st will get an additional $50 fee, their warning, and a potential referral to collections. Jenny Glick, WTOP News. There is money up for grabs in Frederick County for farmers. The goal of the Agriculture Innovation Grant Program is to help those farmers expand or diversify their business operations. Grants of up to $5,000 can be used for research and development, production buildings, major fixtures, or processing facilities. To date, Frederick County has awarded a million dollars to farmers, which in turn have created 85 full-time positions and 89 part-time positions. Applications for the grants are due October 28th, and you can learn more about it at discoverfrederickmaryland.com. Sports is next on WTOP. Hiring the right talent is my number one priority for my growing company. I used to believe that if you post it, they will come was the only way to recruit new employees. However, after months of being ghosted by candidates and having more empty chairs than employees made me fire the dot coms and reach out to 2060 Digital. Their team of experts created and managed a custom marketing strategy to help me reach and hire the best candidates for my growing company. Their social media experts created ads that highlighted our facility. 
Their email experts developed A-B testing strategies to find the best time to reach them. And the best part? 2060 Digital is a Google Premier partner. So when my audience searched for available jobs online, we topped our competitors in search engines. See what they can do for you by visiting 2060digital.com. 2060 Digital, building campaigns that connect. What did nine out of 10 people who died from COVID have in common? They were 50 or older. And if you have a condition like heart disease or diabetes, your risk is even higher. COVID vaccines lower the risk of death. Get your updated vaccine now. It could save your life. We can do this. Find updated COVID vaccines at vaccines.gov. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Anthony was working a dead-end job. I was surviving, but you know, I wasn't getting ahead anymore. A friend told him about my computer career. She's like, I'm already in the program. She's like, you'd be crazy if you don't do it. So I jumped right in and have not regretted it. Anthony did it all online. All you gotta do is have an internet connection and you can do it. Become an IT pro in just months with zero experience at mycomputercareer.edu. You need to check out my computer career. If it worked for me, it'll definitely work for you, too. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. To Rob Woodfork. It turns out the Washington Commanders were right to wear black in Dallas because the 25 to 10 loss to the Cowboys felt like the burial of any hopes of a surprise NFC East title run. The usually burgundy and gold outrushed Dallas 142 to 62. They kept Carson Wentz upright, but still fall to one and three with two blowout division losses. How do you rally Carson Wentz? Try not to think the sky's falling or the world's ending or anything crazy. Like, what, what do we do well? How do we build on those? And we got to clean up the, the small mistakes, the details that in a game like this, they, they come back to bite you pretty quick. Like a season-high 11 penalties for 136 yards. How do you fix it, Sam Cosme? I mean, it has to be an individual effort right now with amongst each other, working every day towards a common goal and finding ourselves to really put it out on the field. That's the biggest thing. And then if we all do that together, eventually, I mean, we'll be gelling as a team. Up in Baltimore, the Ravens lost a 23-20 heartbreaker after the Buffalo Bills scored the final 20 points of the game. The Nationals suffered a franchise record 104th loss. In a rain-shortened 8-1 defeat at the hands of the Phillies, Patrick Corbin giving up seven of those runs on 10 hits in four-plus innings. Back felt good. Just a tough day overall, tough weekend, just with everything, with the rain, just trying to get, get them in. and Just tough conditions for sure, just trying to deal with it, but definitely altered some of my pitches and probably some other things. So ends a miserable 6-19 season with a 6-3-1 ERA. The Orioles kept Aaron Judge in the ballpark and beat the Yankees 3-1 to win the series in New York. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. top stories we're following for you on WTOP in Florida. The death toll from Hurricane Ian is at least 80. There are also hundreds of thousands of people and businesses without power. Brazil's presidential election heads for an October 30th runoff between incumbent President Jair Bolsonaro and leftist former President Luis Inacio Lula da Silva. 125 people were killed in a stampede at a soccer match in Indonesia 
triggered when police fired tear gas to break up a crowd of angry fans after the match. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. From inflation to the war in Ukraine, brace yourself for sticker shock when heating your home this winter. Families will pay 17.2% more to heat their homes this winter compared to last year. That prediction from the National Energy Assistance Directors Association. Natural gas prices, the wholesale price has doubled. And then at the same time, now we're retiring coal plants, so that's increasing demand for natural gas. Then, of course, there's the war in the Ukraine. The association's Mark Wolf calls natural gas pricing the new normal. Much higher prices for summer cooling and high prices for winter heating a year-round problem. Stephen Kaufman, CBS News. Still ahead in money news. What's that strange number to the left of your account number on your checks? I'm Greg McBride with the answer coming up. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Rich Hunter in the WTOP Traffic Center. I'm right, still cleaning up some stuff in Virginia. Out of loop on the ramp to go south on I-95 in Springfield. The crash there had been along the right side of the ramp. Traffic was squeezing by Single file to left. Hadn't got the all clear on it as of yet, so just be careful if you're headed that way. You still may see some response there, uh, so just uh, watch out for that. But actually, it does look like it may have cleared now. Should find all lanes open there with that ram cleared, so good news. If you're traveling on the Beltway in Virginia on the outer loop just north of Pennsylvania Avenue, had a large tree down along the right side. So far, just blocking a single right lane, but police and fire uh, were still out there waiting on some additional help to get that thing out of the roadway. So, again, just stay left to get by. Now, over in Tacoma Park, checking for the crash near the intersection of New Hampshire Avenue and 410 East-West Highway. Police and fire headed that way. Back in Virginia, still have the crash on the ramp from southbound 123 to go to the inner loop of the Beltway. For the moment, uh, actually, they've now got traffic getting by again where they did have that off-ramp closed. You can now squeeze by to the right. Uh, over in Annandale, Braddock Road at last check blocked each way near Montgomery Street for the crash. Crash investigation closes Annandale Road in both directions between Little River Turnpike and Maple Place. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. And now to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Mike Steneford. There's a wind advisory in effect for Anne Arundel, Calvert, and St. Mary's counties in Maryland until 2 o'clock Monday afternoon. For tonight, rain will taper off to some light showers or drizzle after midnight, but it's going to be a very windy night. Winds may gust up to 30 to 50 miles an hour. Our lows low to mid-50s. A windy day on Monday with some off and on showers and highs only in the mid to upper 50s. Breezy, still some showers on Tuesday, highs mid to upper 50s. Clearing on Wednesday and warmer, highs low to mid-70s. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Mike Stinnerford. 55 in Crofton. It's 54 at Tyson's. 54 at L'Enfant Plaza. Brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, a convicted sex offender hides his crime from a local school system, which has some work to do to keep that from happening again. It's 1121. The IRS doesn't mess around. If they want your money, they'll take it. They can take your paycheck and bank accounts, too, even threaten your home or business. Don't take on the IRS alone. If you owe back taxes, the smartest thing you can do is call Optima Tax Relief. The experts at Optima specialize in a powerful IRS tax assistance program called the Fresh Start Initiative. And their clients that qualify are saving thousands. One call starts the process to stop the demand letters, stop aggressive collection actions, and stop the 
the IRS from targeting you. But don't delay. It's important to act now while you still have options. Optima is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. Optima has already resolved over a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get your life back. For tax help you need, for tax help you can trust, call Optima now for your free consultation. Call 800-893-4133. That's 800-893-4133. 800-893-4133. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. On the house, no charge, complimentary, gratis. For a limited time, Silver Diner is offering free delivery through SilverDiner.com. You heard that right. Free delivery through SilverDiner.com. Now you can satisfy your entire family without leaving home. Whether you are vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, or just love the classics, Silver Diner offers you the choices of how you live and a healthy dose of what you crave. Now with free delivery. Order today at SilverDiner.com. Offer ends September 30th. Silver Diner. Eat well, be well. We know you're listening to WTOP for the latest news, traffic, and weather on your commute. But what about when you're at home? Listening to WTOP on your smart speaker is easy. Just say, Alexa, open WTOP. Or, okay, Google, play WTOP. 24-7, 365. Never miss a moment of today's top news at home on your smart speaker. WTOP, Washington's top news. This is WTOP News. 11:23. A man is recovering this evening after he was stabbed in Southeast DC. Police say the man was outside just before 6 p.m., a few blocks away from the intersection of Southern Avenue and South Capitol Street, when he was stabbed in the stomach, taken to the hospital in stable condition. His injuries not considered life-threatening. Police say they're looking for two men in connection with that stabbing, and it seems the men did not know each other. Three people are hurt after they were hit by a car at a grocery store in Chantilly earlier today. It was at the BJ's at Fair Lake Shopping Center. Fairfax County police say three people were taken to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. They're expected to survive, and police say the driver stayed at the scene. It appears it was all an accident. An area school counselor was able to keep his job for several months by keeping quiet about his conviction for soliciting a minor for prostitution. After an investigation, the Fairfax County Public School System will be acting on recommendations to prevent anything like that happening again. We're committed to the recommendations proposed. Speaking to the Glasgow Middle School community where Darren Thornton once worked as a school counselor, frequent background checks for teachers are among the recommendations, according to Superintendent Michelle Reed. She says she'd like to see the state sign up for an FBI program that allows for a nationwide check for teachers. We feel that the safety of all students in the Commonwealth would be improved with a partnership such as that. She says the school system will also now call previous employers of new teachers and resignations won't be accepted from educators who are convicted of crimes that would prevent them from teaching. In Lincolnia, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. You can read more about the findings and recommendations in the report at WTOP.com. Loudoun County is trying something new to give to students, parents, and staff a way to work out problems with the school system. I don't 
conduct investigations. But as Loudoun County's first ever ombuds, Carrie Williams is the designated impartial resource to hear people's concerns and offer suggestions about how to resolve them. I do not advocate for any particular party or individual, but I do advocate for a timely, fair, and equitable process. Until now, the issue might be dealt with through a complaint or a lawsuit. The hope is that individuals will reach out to me prior to escalating their concern through a more formal manner. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Money news at 25 and 55. The story of that strange nine-digit number on your checks. I'm Greg McBride with the Bankrate.com Personal Finance Minute. Ever look closely at those checks in your checkbook? Your account number is there on the bottom, but what's that other long number all the way to the left? Well, it's called the routing number, also known as the bank's routing transit number, or ABA for American Bankers Association number. Each bank and credit union has a unique routing number so that people and machines that process the checks know where the money's supposed to go and where it's supposed to come from. There's no confusing institutions with similar names such as Bank of America and American Bank. Routing numbers date all the way back to 1910. The Bankers Association came up with them to help make check processing easier and safer. The numbers became part of electronic check cashing when that came along in the 1960s. The Bankers Trade Group says routing numbers have helped make check clearing almost instantaneous for today's consumers. I'm Greg McBride. Coming up after traffic and weather on WTOP, damage assessment and cleanup is ongoing in Florida and along the Carolinas after, after Hurricane Ian tour across the southern U.S. It's 1126. Melissa from Michigan. I work an extra part-time job serving lunch at my child's school, but I still can't afford to put food on our table. 